was a video of Sally dying yes. 2022, mm -hmm. our Christian short filmmaking competition. We really hope that you can join us. This is uh, one of the activities that the diet movement is yes. doing in order to promote you know, the, the good news to through arts and the youth. Mm -hmm. So we had a very good run last year. Our first champion actually went on to Cinemalaya and even international competition. So we're looking to bring in more talents into the filmmaking sector. But for now, we have a very special guest and we are really excited to hear about how the Lord is moving in her life, in her ministry, and so let me just give you a brief introduction of who we're having today. Um, she's the founder of Jesus Reigns, a nationwide community of believers whose heart is to see Jesus Christ honored and enthroned as king over the nations. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Ms. Gina Osmenia. Hello, Ms. Gina. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So Welcome glad to Off the Line. Welcome to Off the Line. Thank you. Thank you. It's a privilege to be with you. Yes. Actually, I've, you. I've heard of Miss Gina, Sister Gina, Miss L. Long time already, no? So, Miss Gina, tell us more about yourself. That, that's the hardest question I could answer, you know. <laughs> because in Jesus Christ, <laughs> in Jesus Christ, because one of the core value is anonymity. We're here yeah. to insult the name of Jesus. But anyways, just to give you a little background of who I am, I'm just an ordinary Christian who's serving the Lord, who loves the Lord, and who believes mm -hmm. that the Lord has a great plan for our nation, and it who loves the body of Christ, and who who really wanted to see the body of Christ united under the banner wow. of Jesus. That is the cry of my heart. Yeah, I married and I have three kids and one is already, one of my, my, my eldest son is already married. So I have already two apos. And then, yun wow. lang, all I can say is that I'm just an imperfect person serving a perfect God. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Perfect. And thank you so much for, you know, heeding that call. So why don't you tell us, because we have our viewers would probably be coming mm -hmm. from different parts of the world. We are being aired on TV and Asia, like TV and our Facebook uh, page. But can you tell us a bit more about Jesus Reigns? Wow. Jesus Reigns is really a movement that comes from the Holy Spirit. I never thought God would call me for this. But ever since I came to know the Lord, I've been crying as I said, crying out for unity because I have seen this video in transformation year 1998 wherein when the body of Christ started to come together uh, even drug cartel in Colombia were, were caught and then um, in Fiji they used to have a very barren land but mm -hmm. when the the body of Christ united their their soil become very fertile and they instead of just having one truck um, for like two months it became like weekly, several trucks already. So it has really brought so much transformation and even um, growth and, and a lot of good things happened. So when I saw that as a young believer, I cried for unity in the body of Christ. I never stopped crying out to God for unity in the body of Christ. So eventually I never thought that God would call me for this movement. It actually started with music. We call it Paglaum, original Visayan worship composition to support them. But it, 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 it evolved to Jesus Reigns. 
So it, it all started when I was just pondering January 1 of 2012. I was pondering on the Lord and I saw this vision in my mind. People, the church in my place, in my province, in Cebu, Philippines. I saw these people marching out, no church name, no individual, no establishment. I saw these floats bannering the name of Jesus. I saw a helicopter hovering around the sky, bannering the name of Jesus. It ended with a grand outdoor worship concert with the fireworks display of the different character names of Jesus. And I was tongue-tied and surprised, and I told my husband about it, and my husband, didn't say anything. He started counting how much would it cost to do that. <laughs> but again, I know that when God calls, he provides because in our ministry, we don't solicit. We believe mm -hmm. that when God calls, he provides. He, when he gives the vision, there is always provision. So to cut the long story short, this is such a long story. It's exciting. Every year is a year where I experience the the amazing hand of God. So it started in Cebu. So to cut the long story short, we have to, to, to rent a, a four-seater aircraft to anoint the whole province of Cebu up in the sky. And on, the, on that day of celebration, we rented a helicopter with the logo of Jesus Reigns on it, flying all over, we're on top of it, anointing the, the anointing Cebu that was part of the city where we are ho holding the celebration. And then we were surprised because none of the people were given the fare. You, you have to understand the context here in the Philippines. They wait for people to give them money before they move, mm -hmm. even the church. But here in Jesus race, we are not allowed to give out. I mean, you can give help, but that time the Lord told me, you don't help them. You challenge them. You don't give them money to come. They need to come on their own because I want their heart. They need to offer their lives as living sacrifice. So they have, they have to invest for it. So I said, okay, I'm not going to give you any fair. I'm not going to support you financially. We'll do whatever we need to do in the city, all the sound system, all the stage and everything, the program, everything. We will not ask anything from you guys. You just need to come with your self to offer your lives as living sacrifice. That's a, what that's what worship is all about. We need to offer something to God that should cost us. So anyway, we were surprised because nobody really knows me. Nobody knows the, 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 that was the first time. In fact, the pastors were all very shocked when they heard the vision. I was shocked myself. <laughs> you know, when God gives us a vision, it is always God's size. Oh. <laughs> it is always something we could not do so that we could fully rely on him and lean on him. We will not be able to think that we are, we are good at it. So anyway, so from Cebu, first celebration, we were surprised. Around 15,000 people came to worship wow. with us. And 15, it was such 15,000. Wow. And the second year, the Lord told us, I said, God, do you want Jesus reigns this year? The Lord told us, you need to do it in Luzon, besides in Mindanao. And I'm like, okay, Lord, give me a verse. So the Lord gave me a verse. We were in... Um, Ezekiel 37, the, va the, 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 the valley of the dry bones were in. He said, I will connect bone to bone. He said, your job is to open your mouth. I'll be the one to connect bone to bone. So nobody knows me in Luzon, in Mindanao. But cut the long story short, God put it together. That year, the Lord told me to anoint the whole Philippines from Luzon to, to Mindanao. So we rented another six-seater aircraft. 
to anoint the whole Philippines because it has to be broken. The, the stronghold has to be broken. And indeed, God did it. Luzon besides Mindanao celebrated. The third year, he told us, you do it all over the Philippines in all 82 provinces. So the Lord did it. 81 provinces came together in their own respective province. So it was simultaneous. One left behind, Sulo. The pastor was so afraid, he did not pursue it. But on the year of, on the fourth year, 2015, all 82 provinces completed, including Sulo, the places where Muslims, Muslim infested places joined the celebration. As Christians there had the courage, had the boldness to come out and declare Jesus race over their province. And we were just so amazed. God did it. And the following year, it went to Japan, Indonesia. And on 2017, it went to Hawaii. And then uh, last year, 2020, six states, I uh, know, seven states in America celebrated Jesus race. And these are not Filipinos. These are local people because the Lord is calling the local people to rise up, to stand in behalf of their own country. And I think that's generally generally what Jesus Reigns is all about, how it all started, but it's such a long story. So we will not have enough. It's a money. beautiful story. <laughs> and the vision, the vision that you started with is already yeah. giving me goosebumps. Yeah, all the <laughs> way to so all, all all the things that you had to go through from, from one uh, area to now globally. It's not just nationwide, it's by global. The grace of God. By the grace that is good, of God. wonderful. So um can I just ask then, because it's it's been growing since 2012, right? Um, and then it went to uh, international territory. But then COVID happened. Well, how did it affect the growth and your, uh, in a, your direction? I'm, I'm sure somehow you were planning for even you know, faster growth, uh, more countries to involve, but then COVID happened. Can you, can you tell, tell us how it affected Jesus' reign? Okay, when Jesus is reigning, nobody can affect him. Amen. Because <laughs> he is reigning no matter what. Amen. Whatever yes. the situation is, he is always sitting on his throne. So Jesus reigns is really not so much more of an organization or uh, just a program. It is really a call for the body of Christ to let Jesus reign in their heart. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we treat Jesus as Savior but not as Lord. We go to him, we ask for what we want from him, but we don't listen to him and obey him. So Jesus reigns is really not a program only for celebration, but it's it, it's like a trumpet call to awaken the body of Christ, to rise up, to let Jesus take his rightful place as the master, the king of kings, and the Lord of Lord of our lives. It's a message that the Lord wants us to trumpet all around the world. That's why it, it, it doesn't affect us, whatever situation there is in, because it's all about allowing Jesus to rule and reign in our lives. So when the pandemic came, I just kept quiet and looked to God And God is saying, keep quiet because people, pastors were looking up to me and looking for like, what has Gina, what what does Gina have to say about the pandemic? 
And all I can say is the Lord is shouting loud and clear around the globe. It's a trumpet call. Let me reign, return to me, repent. I think, I think that's what Jesus reigns is all about. And because Jesus reigns, that's why there is pandemic. Because he is using the pandemic to make sure that more people will be prepared for second coming. Without pandemic, people will be too relaxed. Even Christians, they take Jesus for granted. They don't take their walk with the Lord seriously. So what happened was instead of just doing it outdoor, the Lord gave me a, a, an instruction that we still continue to celebrate because it's been done every November 30. For last year, it's the ninth year. And so the theme for last year was uh, 2020. The theme for last year was a year of true worship. And that was before the pandemic came. This is what happened. I asked the Lord, I said, God, what is the theme? The, the, the year before, end of 2019, I said, God, what, what's the theme for Jesus Race? And he said, uh, true worship, right? And then I said, give me the verse. And he gave me Isaiah 6, verse 1 to 8. And when I was reading, he said, uh, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on his holy throne. And so I was, and, and he said, um, I was pondering on it. And I said, God, what are you saying? He said, that was before the pandemic came, December of 2019. So we didn't know about the pandemic. It started, but it was never out in the news yet. So I was like, and the Lord told me, I'm going to allow death to come for people to have a clearer view of who I am. And so I was like, I was telling one of our, our partner, I said, would the, would the body of Christ be ready for this message? I'm gonna allow death. Then, normally we do our summit on March. So right there, February and March, when it came, I'm like, I never thought it's global. So when it hit, everything was changed. We were not able to come together in Iloilo for the summit. The last minute we had to cancel everything. But yet people were asking me, going back to people asking me, what does Gina have to say? And the Lord told me, keep quiet, shut up. And I was like, okay, Lord, why do you want me to shut up? He said, it's like Moses, when he brought them out of Egypt, he went to the prayer mountain and nobody knows where he is. Nobody knows where he's gonna come, when he's going to come back. I want to test the people if they're looking up to the leaders or to me. So the pandemic, for me, it's a positive thing if we see it in God's perspective. It is something negative if we always look to this world. This temporary world, it will never last forever. It's given. We all know that. We all just need to prepare to stand strong in the Lord. And this year's theme is unshakable and immovable faith. Wow. So we build, we need to build our house on solid rock. Amen. To hear God, obey Him, obey Him in what He wants, not in what we want. We don't ask God to obey us. But a lot of times, Christians are so guilty of that. They want God to follow them. They tell God what to do. And if God doesn't give them what they want, they get mad. And that's the biggest problem with Christianity. 
Christianity has become like, you know, sometimes we, we Christianity or, or even, I would say pastors, don't spoil your, your members. Don't try to give them everything that they, 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 they expect from you. Teach them to listen to God. You know, the key verse is Matthew 7, 24 to 27. That is the house built on solid rock and sinking sand. So the wise and foolish builders, the wise listen to God's word, obey them, and they're, they're, they're rebuilding their foundation on the rock. They're, they're like building their house on solid rock. But if they listen, and these are the Christians because we hear God's word all the time. The big question is, do we obey his word? A lot of times I talk to Christians and I said, do you hear God's word? And even the worship leader, even our team in Jesus Reigns here in, in our praise and worship team. One time I said, do you really hear God? And all of them were shocked. I said, oh, I'm a worship leader. Do I really hear God? And many of them says, I hear God. I just don't want to follow what he tells me to do. And so God is telling us in this pandemic, make sure that we develop our discerning spirit. Hear the word. I'm not just talking about emotion. I'm not just talking about feelings or, you know, that's what God tell me. No, the word of God. Listen to him through his word. It is his word that we, our lives has to be anchored in his word. And as we obey his word, as we follow him, we are building our house on solid rock. Whatever comes our way, we will stand strong until the end because Jesus wow. is with us. Yes, that's very nice. Letting uh, the sovereignty of God reign in us. Can I yes. ask uh, Miss Sister Gina, one of, uh, one of the things we want to see in Jesus' reigns is to unite the body of Christ in worshiping Jesus. Uh, this might come a bit of a hardcore question, but election is coming and a lot of division is really happening in the church right now. What do you think of these things that um, as divisive, <laughs> especially the elections? Oh, I love this question because I've been longing to tell the body of Christ about this. Wow. <laughs> you know, it, this it is breaks, your platform of the life. <laughs> it breaks my heart to be listening to the body of Christ mm -hmm. fighting over their, their political preferences mm -hmm. and their loyalty to the, their preferred candidate. Mm -hmm. Whereas as Christians, we're supposed to be called to be loyal to Jesus and to just do whatever God is calling us to do. Well, if the Lord told you to be in politics, then go ahead. But if God did not tell you, it's just out of emotion. We have seen how the Christians is fighting over the preferred candidate. But at the end, we saw the weakness. We saw that people are imperfect. So we better have to fix our eyes on Jesus this time. We need to be more concerned of what Jesus feels and our loyalty has to be upon him. He knows what he's doing. Our job is to look 
into ourselves, examine ourselves if we are walking in purity, in righteousness, in holiness. We need to be pleasing God because the prayer of a righteous person availeth much. When we walk in holiness, in purity, pleasing God, obeying God, then God will bless us with the right president and people whoever he wants to put god knows better so don't try to work too hard for your candidate to win better make sure that you work hard to bring more souls to fix their eyes on jesus let jesus reign in the heart then god is able to give us the right person as the president whatever position in the government there is god is in control so if it causes division it's the work of the enemy it's not the work of the lord because god brings peace and harmony within the body of christ if it, it, it's useless to be talking about those things because we have to respect each other's opinion regarding that we need to unite as one to please our god that's all I can say. Grow in the Lord. A lot of times we look to the problem of other people, but we forget to examine our own selves. And God is saying, Anak, alam mo, one of the things that God wants, wants to tell us, Anak in, in Filipino is my child. You know what I feel in my heart? God is saying, I want to have a one-on-one -on -one talk with you. Let's sit down. Let's talk. How's your walk with me? I think Amen. it's about time. Let's all ask ourselves rather than looking on and putting our faith on people. No, they could disappoint you at any time, but Jesus will never disappoint us. He is a trustworthy father. So let's all look to him, pray, and focus on ourselves. Lord, am I pleasing you? In what area am I not following you or obeying you. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Let's introspection rather than trying to solve the problem if we can't even follow our God. Um, but Sister Gina, I think uh, we'll probably need to ask you about your parting words for now. As I said, it's you know we're, we're wrapping up the year 2021. It wasn't really an easy year for many of the people, but as you said earlier, uh, you know, it's God is using all of this to to remind everyone, right? That that uh, what is unshakable will be left. That's why I, I'm I'm so inspired by your theme, immovable and shakable faith. That everything is being shaken. You know? Jobs, governments, wealth are being shaken. So I think um, if you indulge indulge me, Sir Ryan, I'll ask the you know the final question before we. We end our session for this afternoon. What would be your parting words to our audience as we close 2021 and move over to a new year? Well, all I can say is that we have to spend more time resting in his presence. Um, there are too much voices around us this time. And so we don't have the answer. We don't know the future. We don't really know what's ahead of us. We could plan, 
but the Lord has the final say. So what we need to do right now is to spend, learn to spend more time at the feet of Jesus. Be like Mary. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your words and your challenge. You have just heard from Sister Gina Smenya, founder of Jesus Rings. So this has been Off the Line. I am your host this afternoon. My name is El Juan, joining you from Singapore. And, and Ryan Casino from Cagayan de Oro, Mindanao, Philippines. <laughs> we will see you again next week. Have a good Thank evening, you. everyone.